0: Welcome to the QAV Podcast. If you're brand new, I just want to introduce the podcast a little bit so you know what you're getting yourself into. If you've listened to the show before, feel free to just fast forward a minute or two. If you're brand new, here's the deal. Uh, My name's Cameron Riley. Tony Kynaston is an old friend of mine. He's a very successful share market investor. I'm talking very, very, very successful. He's been doing it 30 years. He's one of the best in the country in terms of a private investor. Very good uh, track record over 30 years. And what this podcast is about is Tony basically teaches me everything that he knows about investing in the stock market, and you get to listen. But if you're coming into this for the first time, you'll find that this episode, the current episodes, assume a certain level of prior knowledge. We assume that you know what we're talking about, his system, his methodology, which we explain in uh, earlier episodes. So feel free to listen if you want to get the vibe for what's going on, but some of it's not going to make much sense unless you understand what the checklist is, etc. I recommend if you're brand new, you go back and listen to uh, Season 3, Episode 1, Episode 3, and Episode 5, where we go into Tony's background and his system and his methodology in a lot more detail, and then... Feel free to listen to the contemporary episodes, the current episodes, you'll understand more of the context of what we're talking about. With that, let's get into today's show. Welcome back to QAV. This is episode 426, uh, season 4, episode 26, recorded on the 29th of June, Tuesday, the 29th of June, 2021. I just wanted to uh, give you a little bit of a warning, particularly for club members. This is going to be a huge episode. I think this is about a two-hour long episode. Um, Tony and I talk about some stuff, news of the week for about an hour. We do about half an hour of Q&A. And then we've got an interview with QAV club member, James Oliver, who's an auditor with a big four accounting firm, helping us understand uh, what we should look for when we're looking at audits and, you know, we're looking for these qualified or modified or red flag audits. So um, you might want to do this in several uh, sittings, probably uh, a lot longer than our regular episodes, but uh, we just had a lot to get through this week. So enjoy, sit back, uh, pour yourself a Negroni
1: and let's get into it.
0: TK, you're in lockdown.
1: I am, yeah. Yes, again, uh, boy. Anyway, (laughs) uh, it doesn't change my life a lot. Yeah. Probably only difference this time is, um, it's in our area. So I'm less, I'm really reticent to leave the apartment at all at the moment. Yeah. At least for a couple of days, see what the case numbers are like, where they're happening. But, um, as you know, we had, uh, someone visit our local cafe on Monday that last week that uh, was infected. So uh, I got to experience contact tracing firsthand. It was actually really good. I was impressed by yeah. it. Yeah. Got and a, you got a got test? A, yeah, well, I mean, uh, I did. I got a text. that we didn't, They didn't find out until Thursday that the person was infected and where they'd been. Uh, but, yeah, by lunchtime Thursday I got a text saying you visited a site, go and get tested. The text originally said quarantine for two weeks regardless of the result. So like isolate for two weeks regardless of the results. So that was I was like, oh, shit. Went and got tested. By the time I got home, jumped in the shower, you know, just to try and wash all the COVID off me and uh, got a phone call from a contact tracer and we spent probably 20 minutes on the phone going through everything. I had all my data. She said, oh, no, you're in the store from 12 till 1203, which is outside of the person's visit time, so you're fine. Just get tested. When it comes back negative, you're fine. So that was good. But, yeah, so that cafe that I'm talking about is in the bottom of our building, so it just uh, hasn't felt hasn't felt safe walking around the building, so I'm just hunkering down at the moment.
0: Downside of being a rich guy living in a flashy part of Sydney with uh, lots of people in your building in a cafe downstairs. Correct. That is no, a downside no, no cafe downstairs in my house, Tony, <laughs> unless it's Chrissy on the coffee machine. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? We're a vertical cruise ship, so that's made me very wary.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, uh, in brighter news, uh mm. saw my cardiologist last week, did all the stress tests. He said, you're fine, 100% fine. Get out of here. Don't worry about it. Just go back to life. You're great. You're a Superman, superhero, <laughs> Im- immortal. So I thought that was nice. So That's, that's all great that was- he
1: gave you immortality. That's fantastic. I thought it was generous of him,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he said, look, uh no blo- no signs of blockages, heart functions great, your your cholesterol levels are where we want them to be, uh your your um, blood pressure's where we want it to be. Uh just keep doing what you're doing. So Excellent. That's that's exciting. Yeah,
1: that's good news, isn't it?
0: It was a very surprising uh piece of news. I went in there fully expecting him to go look you are not going to fall over tomorrow, but you know you got significant blockages, and we're gonna to need to keep an eye on it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera and he was like, nah, it's nothing. you're great, hundred percent fine anyway it's uh thank someone you
1: wants thank to you again
0: was- sorry I was gonna just we got some lag, I think today um I just wanted to thank Steve Mab again today for uh giving me the prompting to go and get all my tests done a couple of months ago, which uh scared the living daylights out of me, but All for the uh, betterment, I think, of my next uh, 20, 30 years at least. I'm taking some of this stuff way more seriously than I had previously.
1: And uh, thanks to Steve. He dropped by when he was in Sydney for the ASA meeting and shouted me dinner, which was very nice. We had a good
0: chat. I believe you invited him up to the Sky Palace.
1: We did, yeah. We had a couple of Negronis before we went out and then we had a few more (laughs) (laughs) and some nice Mexican.
0: It was good. That's good. Good guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, talking of ailments, it reminds me of the quote I think Jeremy Clarkson said, When you uh when you think about death more than you think about sex, it's a sign you're getting old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not there yet, because let me tell you. <laughs> I think about sex constantly and death only half that time.
1: Well, um, based on our based on our conversation this morning, it's been fairly morbid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, let's move on to investing stuff. Um, Coming up later on in the show, we've got an interview that we actually recorded last night with QAV Club member and auditor James Oliver. Jamie Oliver, uh,
1: the naked chef. (laughs)
0: Yeah, the Naked Auditor, we're calling that uh, part of the show. So thanks to James. We'll get into that a little bit later on. I also Mm. want to give a a shout out to uh, Cosman and James and everyone else on the Facebook group in the last week who have been sharing their scorecards and their charts. And there's been a a huge amount of uh, terrific discussion in the Facebook group from everybody else, looking at the scorecards and asking questions, why this, why that, looking at the charts and uh, uh, correcting them or commenting on them. And that's really, uh, I think, a a great uh, step in the QAV community, right? We want to see everyone Mm -hmm. contributing their work, their results, and uh, their scorecards so we can all, uh, you know, sort of refine our individual processes and it's, The the group think of the community, I think, which is where we've always wanted to get to and and, um, we we seem to be getting there, which is great. So shout out to Cosman and James, who I think were the first to um, have the cojones to put some of this stuff out there last week. So good on you guys. I know other people have done it before, uh, you know, have shared stuff, but uh, yeah, that's great. Keep it up. It's great.
1: Yeah, please do keep it up because uh, apart from the fact it'll make you better at what we're doing, but, um, you know, I'm... I'm only putting out my scorecard monthly at most, so people might need more access to scorecards in between. it's a good way to do it um yeah, uh yeah,
0: and Share as it. we've talked to, as we've talked about before, we don't want this to be the sort of thing where people are waiting for Correct. you to do stuff. you're here to teach your system not to put out scorecards for people um. But, you know, hopefully, you know, from time to time you'll be able to compare what, you know, your scorecard with what people are posting on the Facebook group and say, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. You might want to look at that a second time or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, we did a download when we recorded that three-hour session, the introduction session. Has that gone up as a a latest uh, scorecard at all?
0: No. Because okay. we didn't finish, we didn't finish doing everything. We just did a download, right? We didn't finish doing all of the analysis,
1: okay,
0: on it. But I'm doing one today, uh, which I'll post up um, so people can use that to compare to the other ones that are up there. And you know, I guess ideally, we would hope that if two or three people do a scorecard each week and post the results up, they should pretty much match. The the yeah. top twenty should be very very similar, depending on how you score things, you know, for a recent three-point upturn or what you, th- how you're doing your three PTLs and that kind of stuff or how you filtered it for average daily trade. But it, it, they should basically be the same. So if two or three people get the same result, yeah. um, then everyone else can do their own. And if it doesn't match that, you know, you've probably stuffed something up somewhere along the line, which is, you know.
1: Yeah, or ask questions. Go into the group yeah. and ask questions about why it doesn't match.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of results, Gary Martin, shout out to Gary Martin, a.k.a. Maestro Now on Strawman. Um, Steve Mab again uh, forwarded to us the other day the uh, weekly Strawman email that the uh, CEO there puts out, um, and <laughs> it was a list of uh, people who had great results, and the top of the list was QAV, had the QAV logo in it, and we were like, well, neither of us are using straw man (laughs) (laughs) religiously. I should have. It's just been one thing I haven't Mm. got around to this year. But I just did put my portfolio up in it uh, yesterday as a result of uh, seeing this. But it was actually Gary Martin's account, Maestro Now is the name of the account, 64.7 return for one year. He uh, knocked it out of the park So, and was nice enough to attach QAV uh, to it, a little bit of branding there. So, thanks very much, Gary, for doing that, and congratulations, well done. I hope that's a reflection yeah. of your real portfolio in the last year, and uh, that you've had a good year.
1: Yeah, brilliant. That's that's really good. Thank you for doing that, and I guess giving us a prod because we talked about putting up the dummy portfolio on straw man, and we just haven't done it. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally
0: forgot all about it. We even mm. had the CEO on the show, right? And I meant to do yeah. it, and you know, anyway, <laughs> uh, guff, uh, guff it, Buffett. Has uh, resigned from the uh, Gates Foundation. Well, from the board of it, Tony. Do you mm. see that?
1: I did. Yep, that's classic Warren Buffett, isn't it? Trying to avoid controversy. I mean, it's a bit. <laughs> a, it's, it's a difficult situation for him. Bill and Melinda are going through a divorce, and he uh, doesn't want to take sides.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's, he's he tipped another I don't know four billion dollars into it, to, but. Uh, He's uh, stepping out of it. So um, that's the end of an era, I guess, in some ways. But I read that he has contributed, I think, $100 billion, uh yeah. in whatever it's been, 10 years or 15 Something years like since that. he's been part yeah. of the Gates Foundation.
1: And he's he's pledged to give, I think it's 95% of his fortune away too, at least yeah. 90%. So that's a huge amount.
0: Gave away, yeah, $100 billion already. And he's only mm. 90. He's got... 90 years left. I mean, who knows what he could do.
1: He should see your cardiologist.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to see his cardiologist, whatever he's doing. It's it's, uh, working. I've got to eat more uh, seized candy, I think, is the problem.
1: Mm, That's right.
0: That is incredible, isn't it?
1: For all this stuff about sugar being a new smoking, the guy chomps on peanut brittle all day, drinks Coke, not Diet Coke, Cherry Coke Mm. all day, and Mm. he's in perfect health at ninety years of age. Yeah, being rich. Are you scratching or something in the back there? There's a scratching. No, but it's raining. It's
0: raining. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Can't do much about that then.
1: No, it's not hard to be in lockdown today.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, Stock Doctor pricing is going up by fifty bucks on July first. They sent me an email yesterday. Just wanting to advise everybody. So, if you uh, want to save yourself 50 bucks and you haven't got a Stock Doctor subscription yet, go to slash Stock Doctor and you get our discount on that. Well, it's nearly the end of the financial year, Tony. So, um, we should talk about what our portfolio looks like. I know there's what a day left. Is tomorrow yeah. the last day of the year? I think so.
1: Uh, Two more 30 days. days. September, April, June, and November. No, one more day. Sorry, today's 29th,
0: yeah. 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 Uh, currently, according to Novexa, our portfolio is up 46.97% for the financial year uh, versus the ASX 200 benchmark, which is up 28.31%. We're outperforming by 1866 Percent, So uh, not a bad year uh, as it stands uh, for the QAV pretty, portfolio.
1: Pretty bloody good all around really, hasn't it been? It's um, it's been an outperforming year. So I mean, just I don't want to sound like Scrooge, but uh, it doesn't often happen two years in a row. So we may see some corrections in the market going forward in the next twelve months. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll sail through those like we uh, did during COVID. We'll work our way through them anyway. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I just wanted to highlight when you're up sort of 46%, 47% in a year, it may not, uh, don't expect it to continue at 47% going (laughs) forward. (laughs) No. And I I
0: know we did did an episode a long time ago where you took us through your annual results over Mm. 30 years and there were some years that were bonzy years and other years Mm. that were terrible years and other years that were average. So it kind of just averages out over time but there's like seems to be one or two really good years every 10 years and if you miss that correct that would yeah. that would take a big chunk out of your average returns right
1: correct yeah yep that's right time in the market yeah which is why you want to stay as close as you can to fully invested all the time and don't try and yeah. guess where the stock market's going and yeah. just one more thing about financial year end uh the- I don't think people should watch their portfolios tomorrow too closely but oftentimes the market does funny things in the last couple of hours of the financial year because uh, a lot of people in the fund management industry have vested interest in particular results and uh, they can move the deck chairs around to try and boost their bonuses in the last couple of hours and then reverse it the next day. So right, uh, you, we may see some funny moves tomorrow afternoon but um, it shouldn't affect us too much.
0: Right. Well, it's been a good year, and I hope everyone out there uh, has had a good year. And uh, uh, yeah, is learning a lot. And um, you know, it's been a it's been a tremendous learning uh, journey for me this year. Coming out of COVID, watching that whole thing, uh, w- watching the markets rebound in a way that I don't think any of us thought they were going to you know, go back to March, April. No. Last year we were all thinking, wow, this is going to be a six-, 12-month big hole, and uh, it just bounced back with all of the financial incentives that the government was producing to bail out the economy. So, yeah, here and in the US. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's despite right. Despite that, lockdowns.
1: I mean, you know, it's really pleasing that we've had a great year and it's it's doubly pleasing that we know a lot of our listeners have too, but uh, I think the highlight for me in the last year to 18 months was taking people through the COVID process and just uh, showing them how you invest in that kind of time of uncertainty. Yeah, I think that was a big learning. If we hadn't have had that and we'd had a a good year, I think people would be so euphoric they'd be selling their grandmas and putting the money into (laughs) the share market, which is not the right thing to do. But I think Having seen both the highs and the lows, and mm-hmm. and knowing you can you can get navigate your way through it successfully, I think that's the learning point for the last twelve to eighteen months, really.
0: Yeah, I mean it was it was um, tremendous for me just to see how QAV as a process and you guiding us uh, in terms of thinking about stuff. Um, has uh, how it played out. It really was kind of boring, really, uh, like the sky was falling. Uh, I'm talking about from an investing perspective, it was like, well, you yeah. just you just do the thing that it says to do. You sell it when it hits the line, <laughs> you buy it when it hits the other line and uh, the score's good and that's kind of it, really. It's the same as yeah. you would do any other day. It's just... Trust the process, it'll guide you through. And it did. It was, you know, really great to see. I mean, not that I doubted it, but, you know, it's, it's, I've been saying to Taylor recently, is he's, he's like watching his portfolio every day. He calls me every day, good day today. Good day. Things are up. <laughs> well, this is down. This is really great. He's really into it. And that's great. But I'm like, yeah, you know, after doing this, when watching it for two years with Tony, I'm like, eh, eh you know, I don't really, I mean, I look yeah. at you know, I yeah. look at mine too, but I kind of know from experience now, just not from faith in believing you, but just from experience that you know, it just works. Like long term, it all play, it all pans out. So don't worry about it. You know, just let yeah, it, let correct. it do what it's turn going off, to do. Right.
1: Turn off the noise. Turn off your emotions and follow the process. Yeah, and I remember a, just after COVID last year, I went on the Phil Muscatello shares for beginners program mm-hmm. to comment on what was happening in the market, and you know he finished up calling the episode "situation normal" because <laughs> it is the market's going to go up and down by those huge swings at some yeah. time. It's yeah. it's how you deal with it. That's the important thing. It's that's yeah. what markets do.
0: Yeah. And it's great, uh, as I'm sure everyone who's been around for a while, uh, listening to this, will agree. It's it's great just to have like it's a machine. I think of QAV like a machine. You know, you just keep it running, mm. and set the, set the dials and the knobs and the switches, and then just let it do what it's got to do. It's uh, Anyway, correct. Tremendous yep. achievement, Mister Kynaston. Don't want to blow too much. Thank you, and your uh,
1: and thank you for putting together the the podcast. It's it's been a great journey. Two years. We've been going for more than two years now. Yeah. Something popped up in my Facebook uh, feed last week. It's been just over two years.
0: No, it's been way more than two years. Uh, Well, I think we started in
1: March, so probably a bit more than two years, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: March. So, yeah, two years and a few months. So uh, what else have I got on the news list here? Uh, Oh, your stock of the week.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to call out a company called Beacon Minerals as stock of the week code is BCN and uh, of course all the usual disclaimers this is by no means a recommendation to for people to buy it but it's on our scorecard with a good score I think the QAV score for beacon is 0.34 and it's worthwhile having a look at the reason why it's scored so well is it's a it's a gold miner out kalgoorlie Coolgardie way and it's uh, I guess it's moving from the exploration phase to production phase so if you have a look at its uh, operating cash flow up until 12 months ago it was negative i guess that's what they were exploring and then the june half in 2020 it made seven million bucks and then in the december half it made 39 million bucks of operating cash flow so uh, that of course drives our qav score in a big way that that improvement in operating cash flow but it's, a, I guess, a classic example of how uh, explore how companies in the mining sector can work. They go from being a sinkhole of, of funding to being a just like a, a cash flywheel. Really, they just throw off cash as they start to start to produce.
0: Yeah. So, let's, so yeah, so let's, it's
1: it's pretty high up on our on our scorecard. Uh, I looked I looked at the the graph for it. So it yeah. is getting pretty close to its sell line. Yeah. Um, it's been, yeah. It's one of those graphs. It, it, if you look at it, sort of in a macro sense, it's low on the left. It's kind of highish on the right. Although it's been trending sideways for a long time, yeah. so yeah, definitely not saying someone should go out and buy it. The last month was a downtrend, but certainly one to watch. Uh, and yeah. it might, uh, it, you know, if it if it turns up and confirms positive sentiment, it might be something of interest to people.
0: Sell line's pretty obvious on this one. High, uh, how would you draw the buy line for this? Where would you start it? I'm thinking probably like June 2017 and then through early 2018 and it's kind of been at a buy since then, I think.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, if you just looked at it, the high point on the chart of September 19, it's certainly been a buy after that. Uh, but, yeah, I think if we went back and iterated uh the, the sell, sort of the last sell I think before the current sell would have been somewhere around about June 17 probably or maybe even a bit before that. So you're right, so maybe April 17. Uh, but it would have been buying and selling all the way along there I think. Uh, if I have a look. So one of the things I tend to do is look at the current sell line and then sort of move the ruler up through the past troughs. So the current sell line has um, – the low point is this is another flat bottom one. So this the low point is flat. There's three months in at the end of 2016 where the price was 27 cents and didn't move. Yeah. So I'm taking the the December 16 point there. The last of those three points is my first low, and then I'm going to take. Uh, let's have a look at April 2019. Eventually, it would have cycled through, finding that as a second low point, and that gives us our current sell line, which is just going to be below where the current price is now. Yeah. Um, but that whole way along from it, up, it did a big uptick after December 16. So the whole way along from probably April 17, it was going through a whole series of buys and buys and lows, buys and sells. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to. I'm going to go forward I think possibly August 18 would have been the the last time it was a buy without hitting a sell but definitely by uh, the high point there September 19 and then the second point to the right would have been December 19 sorry' I say say sorry, sorry high point September 19 second high point December 19 and draw a buy line through there
0: yeah, cool. Beak. Well, on my uh, download I did this morning, I haven't done the manual data for that yet, but I can give it a positive here for sentiment check. But um, I've only oh, that just pumped it up. I had um, a score of point one nine without the uh, manual data done.
1: Yeah, it's got a this. This one has in my download has a quality score of 104. percent So it's not only got good operating cash flow, but it's scoring well on right. the uh, on the other metrics too. So let me just have a look at the manually entered data I have for it. Uh, we can get yeah, a- so it's a it's a record low six PEs, which is giving it a two. Right. It's not a, it's not a new three point uptrend, and it doesn't have consistently no. increasing equity. So right. Uh, that's how I've scored the manually entered data.
0: Okay. Well, I do, if I do that it gets it up to 0.33 for me, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah, I had 0.34. And my yeah, download would have been last week, so the share price might be out of date a bit too.
0: Right. You've uh you've checked it for a qualified audit? I have. <laughs> of course you have. Yeah, okay. So um that's a big jump, 0.19 to 0.33. You know, I often um, sort of stop doing my manual datas uh, when I have a list of 20 above that. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, looking at what I've done today, I'm not actually getting, I've got a lot of a lot of no's and sentiment today. Taking out a whole bunch of my, the ones that, you know, have a native high QAV score, a lot of them are failing on sentiment. A lot of sort is of that, recent Is that downturns. your sentiment
1: check or is that uh, yeah the SD the Max and... Six month, and no, five-year price. Okay.
0: That's mine, yeah. I've just mm. been going through and rechecking, you know, the sort of top 20 or 30 on my list right. today. All right, good. Beacon. <laughs> um, now let's talk about Dylan and flat tops and peaks
1: and troughs. Yeah. So he's done some analysis for me on if, we, if we're looking at a flat top or looking at a flat bottom, what's our tolerance for flat in terms of the share price? Um so like that last one we just spoke about, there was three points at the bottom which were all 27 cents, but in some cases, we, you know, we're seeing cases where it might be the first point might be 27, the second might be 27.5, and, and the third's 28. So it's when do we stop saying it's a flat bottom or a flat top hmm. when we're doing this analysis. So he's run some he's run some back testing for me, and uh, originally he came through and said that he thought a 4% tolerance gave the best result, and i think it does but he then came back and said actually if you go out to 8% it doesn't make a whole lot of difference it's it's slightly worse but it's probably within um within the margin of error for his analysis so i think i'll be using 8% going forward as the difference between the the prices in that flat bottom or flat top right uh before we say it's not a flat top or a flat bottom
0: and um <clears throat> Without wanting to be a dick about it. Uh last week, two weeks ago you told me they had to be close together. Last week you said you never said that, but then I went and checked the uh I went and
1: checked the footage. And in fact you did say that.
0: Uh your current thoughts so, now are So yeah. you're
1: assuming when I said close together I meant temporally? I may have meant price wise.
0: Uh I don't want to be a
1: dick about it.
0: <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah, okay, okay, check the tape on that one.
0: I'm going to go check the tape on that one. Let me. I am. I am. Hold on.
1: We'll do a slow motion replay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I posted on Facebook and you just said fake news. <laughs> 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 It's the greatest get out of jail line ever, right? Fight
1: <laughs> for news. the president.
0: Yeah. Well, it did mm. it though? I'm not sure it did, really. <laughs> in the long run. Rudy Giuliani is uh, not allowed to practice law in state of New York anymore. What yeah. what a fall for Rudy, my old mate. Yeah, Rudy. it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's your literal words. So I'm mm-hmm. coming over to the point of view that we should use the rightmost peak. When there's a couple which are near the high point and they're close together, they're almost like a flat line. In some cases they are a flat line, et cetera, and they're close together. So you meant yeah, price, price-wise. not temporally, as you
1: say. Correct. Right. My that's, misunderstanding. That's my story, Your Honour, and I'm sticking to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it doesn't matter how close they are temporally, it, mm-hmm. They could be they could be a year apart, is what you're saying. It, it, it's just yes. the, the the prices are close together under eight yeah, percent. We
1: were looking at uh, we looked at gas-going Resources recently in the last couple mm-hmm. of weeks, and it had a whole it had a whole flat bottom that went on for six or eight months. I think, from memory. Yeah. A year, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was at the so same what? price, so we take the right most yeah. uh, part of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. So we um, I know that we're working on some new wording around three PTLs based on your work with Dylan
1: um, yeah. uh, so at some so Dylan's point. just finished his exams and he's on holidays now, so we're catching up after this to go through and prioritise his work and check what he's done. But, yeah, he's like okay. he just sent me some stuff through on three-point trend lines this morning, so we'll go through that. Uh, but, yeah, I'm hoping that we'll, we'll, while he's on holidays we'll cut through a, a fair bit of the workload that's outstanding with him.
0: So I just wanted to let people know that we are working on uh, some new wording that's going to come out of all of this which will go in the Bible and uh, so at some point we will formalise all of this into some wording for people to, um, you know, help guide them through.
1: Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, like I said last week or the week before, we're getting pretty close to having an algorithm that works but it doesn't work in every case. Works in the vast majority of cases, so we're trying to tweak it so it works in every case. But um, potentially, we don't, we won't get there. We, you know we may not be able to solve for every case. So <clears throat> the algorithm will, we can set it out in the bible, but it will still require. I'm guessing it will still require some kind of manual check before you rely on it. But anyway, we'll hopefully we'll get to the stage where it's 100% universal. But we'll see.
0: Well, that's the end of the free episode for this week. For the brand new folks, I want you to know that each week we have a free episode and a premium episode. Free episode runs about half an hour. Premium episode usually runs for an extra half hour to an hour, depending on how many questions we have from our audience that week, because we spend a lot of that time answering questions. Uh, If you want to check out the premium episodes, you can go up to our website, qavpodcast.com.au and sign up for the two-week free trial. You get to have a look at the uh, premium episodes, you get to have a look at the checklist, the getting started guide, all of the video content that we have. Uh, You get invited to our VIP dinners and our VIP Zoom calls for club members. You get to ask Tony questions that we can answer. You get to get invited to our uh, Facebook group, our private Facebook group, etc, etc. So, And also uh, we get a, a private uh, club member newsletter each week we send out as well with some stuff in it so check that out qavpodcast.com.au but as i said if you're brand new and you want to you're trying to figure out what's going on go back and listen to season three episodes one three and five 301 303 and 305 and then you might also want to go back and listen to season one as well all of the free episodes in season one where we go into a lot of detail about tony's system and methodology And figure out if this is right for you. If it's something that you want to go further with, if you want to learn how to invest like Tony does, then you can check out the uh, QAV Club. Uh, The other thing I always have to say is we're not financial advisors, so don't take anything you hear on this as financial advice. This is just here to teach how one guy invests and thinks about investing. If you need financial advice or tax advice, please go see a financial advisor or a tax advisor. Uh, With that, stay safe, good luck with your investing, and we'll be back next week.